Blog Talk Radio.
have no direction. No one has any real goals, no direction, no nothing where people could be led to. And you get into alignment with these kind of people, and your mind is trying to bring it, act as a signal to put you in another direction. You know what I mean by that when I say your mind tries to act as a signal to put you in another direction? In other words, when you know deep down inside in your mind that something you're doing is wrong, you're on a wrong path towards somewhere, and your mind is connecting, telling you, don't go down this path, but your physical body wants you to go down that path. But your mind is telling you no, right? Your mind is saying no for a reason, right? Now, certain times, you know, people tend to overthink things. Sometimes people don't think enough. But your mind sends a signal to your body. The same way a signal is sent to the cable box. Think of the cable box as your brain. Think of the signal as your mind. Your mind will send a signal to your brain to stop you from physically doing something that you're not supposed to be doing, going in alignment with people you're not supposed to be with, following the crowd, doing things like that. Right? You know how you say, you know, deep down inside your conscious tells you, when people say stuff like, oh, your subconscious and your mind, your conscious, that's really your mind trying to make contact with your brain. But you subdue that transmission. You subdue that signal. You stop that signal from going through your brain and thus making contact with your neurotransmitters and thus stopping whatever action you are about to do. You see, you disconnect your mind from your brain. You disconnect your mind from your brain. Your mind will always try to send you signals to correct you about things, right? Your mind will always send you signals, right? Like, you you know you might be in a dangerous place around a bunch of dangerous people, or you might be going to a dangerous place around dangerous people, and your mind's saying, don't go to that place, don't go to that place, and your body says, to hell with it, because you're following the crowd of people. You're following the crowd, the same crowd of people who have decided to not listen to or have no connection with their mind, and so therefore they're leading you to a place where there's no direction, right? They're leading you to a place where there's no reason for you to be, okay? So what ends up happening is you get in trouble, you get hurt, you lose your life, right? And you know how you say, I knew I should listen to my, I should listen to my first thought. I knew I should listen to my first thought. But why didn't you listen to your first thought? Because on second thought, right, on second thought, meaning you chose to go with the secondary people who are around your secondary opinions. You didn't go with your first thought. You didn't go with your first mind, right? You didn't go with that. Now, like I said, sometimes, you know, second thoughts are okay. Sometimes your first thought is even better. That all remains to be seen, but... You can tell the pureness of a signal, a mental signal that you get that guides you in the direction you've got to go. You can tell the pureness of it because of the logic that is implied to it, the clarity that comes from that when you imply a logic. The indecisiveness that people tend to have comes when their mind or that mind signal or that mental signal is not syncing up with their brain and neurotransmitters, the physical brain. That's where the Inter, you know, the disconnect comes from the indecisiveness. 
Okay. Your mind has to totally be in sync with your neurotransmitters, with your brain. Your mental signal has to be in alignment with that same way the cable box has the signal has to hit the cable box in order for the picture to show. That's how it has to be in your mind. No, no, notice how you say this. Somebody says something to you and you say, I can't picture that. Right? I can't picture that. Then they say something to you and it it makes sense logically, rationally, and then you go, like, I can see that. Why do you think you say that? Why do you think you can see you say you can see something that somebody's trying to convey to you via a thought? Somebody sharing a thought with you and you go, I can see that because the logic and rationale that is embedded in your way of thinking that is, you know, part of the signal that's in your mind, it aligns with the neurotransmitters in your brain and you begin to see a full-on picture. You begin to see the logic and rationale and what's being said to you. That's why you'll say, I can see that. I can see that happening. I can see that doing that. I can see that. That's real. Your mind signal, your mental signal is what guides you through life. You have a signal, a mental signal that guides you. You see, whether they call it the subconscious or whatever the case may be, it's really a mental signal, right, that guides you because a signal is meant to do what? Guide you in a direction, right? And aren't we all supposed to be headed in a direction someplace in this life? We're all supposed to be headed someplace, you see, and it don't matter where, you know, where it leads you. Good example, that even that signal could lead you to death, right? Like, for example, like this guy that just got killed uh, uh, up in Harlem, they're talking about this guy, Alpo Martinez. I, I, I didn't mean to put this guy in the comment because I'm going to have to use this nigga as an example of what I'm talking about. Now, this was a grimy black Puerto Rican dude, you know, drug dealer nigga from the 80s, right? And he snitched on a lot of people. I don't care about that. Them niggas all them niggas all foul anyway. But he snitched on a lot of these drug niggas and whatnot. Got some of his friends killed and whatever the case may be. And then he come out and after jail after telling on people making deals. And he come home, you know, he did his time and he walking around the streets of Harlem, right? And flossing and riding on bikes and still act like he get, I guess he was still getting money and whatever the case may be. He had some money stash and he was flossing around taking, you know, going on uh and going on video shows and stuff like that, and you know, and, and saying, yeah, he did what he did. I, I ratted on people. I snitched on people. So what? You know, he was basically flaunting it in people's face what he did and how he set people up and how he double-crossed people. But the other night, you see, judgment catch up to you. Somebody, somebody shot him, shot him, shot him up real bad, killed him. He's 55 years old. Legendary. He was the guy and picked from um, the character from Paid in Full. Uh, Cameron Pitt played his character, right? And Paid in Full. That was a true story. That was the guy Alpo. They called him something else in the picture, but I forget what it was. But, but anyway, my point being is that the mental signal, the sub-mental signal that this nigga had, obviously led him back to where his roots was, and it led him there to die. It led him there to face judgment. It led him there to be put to death. That's why, because I mean, think to yourself, anybody in their right thinking mind would probably be like, yo, I ain't going to be, I'm not going to go back there. I'm going to go someplace else. I did too much dirt there. Hmm? Right? He's like, I did too much dirt there. Let me go down south. Let me get out the limelight. Let me go live my life, 
but he had to go back for judgment. That mental signal drew him back there. He thought, oh, yeah, I'm going to fly, I'm fly, I'm going to do whatever I want, I'm going to do it. But really, there was a bigger, it was a bigger plan for him. He didn't even know his plan because I'm pretty sure he, if he knew that his fate was death, you know what I'm saying? Or maybe he didn't know that and he just accepted it and he went back to where he had to go and die and serve out and get his judgment. You see? And you got now you got people out there in Harlem having celebration parties that this nigga got murdered. Get, do you get that? You got people celebrating this nigga's death, Alpo Martinez. But that just goes to show you. That just goes to show you, you know, that signal in his mind brought him back to where he did all his dirt. Brought him back to his beginning. Yeah, there you go, right there, elbow. Yep. Brought him right back to that. The famous, he was a big story, famous drug dealer. But, you know, that mental signal is very powerful. It is very powerful in bringing you to where you're supposed to be in life, bringing you in alignment. You can be totally thinking about something totally different, be with somebody totally different, whatever the case may be. Next thing you know, you get that mental signal to go get with somebody else. Cut that person off you with, right? And you're like, damn, I don't know why I'm thinking like this. Why this happened to me? That mental signal is strong. Hmm? You know why that mental signal is strong? You know why? Because your ascendants control that mental signal. Your ascendants, and even on a lower level, your descendants control that uh, uh, sub that uh, mental level, that mental signal. Why do I say that? Because when you are, you know, like I said, your ch- like for example, your children are the extension of you, right? So now, now your children are not only the physical extension of you; a lot of times they're the mental extension of you. Now you might say, "Well, what if I'm bright, my children act black?" Yeah, that means that they picked up a submental part of you. But your grandchildren or their or their children, children after that might pick up their upper mental, which is a part of you. You see, that's part of your bloodline. That's why you say things like, damn, you act just like this person. Or you say the same thing, or the way your looks is, or how you think. See, that's all dictated by the mental signal. You see, certain character traits are part of a mental signal, like my daughter, right? My daughter, everybody tell me, like, the way she sleep, the way she look at people, the way, you know, certain things is, the way she does things, that is, that's because that's rooted and the mental signal that's a part of my genetic material. Everything starts with the mind. Motion, everything starts with the mind. So I wouldn't be surprised if she thinks exactly like me. She already scrutinized people like she's suspicious of everybody, always scan, scanning people and whatnot, same way I do. See, reading people early. And she ain't scared of nothing. I tried to scare her. She ain't scared of nothing. But anyway... That just goes to tell you that that is a mental signal that she is now connected to, you see. And this is why I say, you know, when you have a strong mental signal, you see that in a partner you may be with or someone you have dealings with, you should connect yourself to that strong mental signal. When you see people with weak mental signals, you should disconnect yourself because that weak mental signal can get uh, connected to your whatever future progeny you have. You see, that weak, that weak mental signal, that submental weak signal, right, that submental signal could get connected to your future progeny, your future children. Then your children are acting, you know, 
on then you know they acting lesser and lower on some sub mental way of thinking. Right? They start acting like that. They start acting grimy like this person or grimy like that person. Or, you know, why you act like this? You can trace it back. It's not you, somebody in your family, maybe a direct family member, maybe your father, your grandfather, somebody like that. So always try to make sure you come from upstanding people. You come through upstanding people. People who have a, a certain mentality, right? People that have a certain mentality, a certain mindset. Because same way genetic material is passed along, mental material is passed along as well. And when your children and even yourself need to signal that high mental capability and you're not able to because you've got certain people who want to signal on a higher level, who want to think on a higher level, but they're submental because of who their parents are genetically a lot of times. You see? They want to signal to a higher level. They want to think on a higher level, but they don't know how based on who their parents are. Now, you're going to have some people that are, yeah, well, my father wasn't this, that, and the third, and I turned out to be this, that, and the third. Remember I said this before? I said maybe your father or your mother, whoever wasn't nothing, maybe they had high hopes for themselves and thus that transferred into you, and that was enough to raise the signal. That was enough to raise the mental signal the high hopes that they had for themselves that they couldn't physically live out. You follow what I'm saying? Am I making myself clutch? These are the things that they couldn't live out. These are the things they might have had, you know, hopes for themselves. And then you got certain people that ain't got, no, they don't give a damn either way. They don't got no hopes or nothing, you see. So that resonates and that registers. That resonates and that registers all the time. And it will take hold in your children. That's why I said you should always make your children when you are in your best mindset. When you are in your best mindset and you are ready to make children with some with a partner you choose and you lay down with them, you should always have a healthy mindset when it comes to them, a healthy love, a healthy concern, a healthy, you know, where you would, you know, you know put them before you. You see, and whatever come out of you, you're supposed to have that when you lay down and make make up child with someone. See, when you have just an uncaring, you know, an uncaring interaction or there's no real connection and you're just doing that, you see the difference in the children that you make. Now, some people might say, well, you know, I come from a one-night stand or I come from, you know, sometimes on one-night stands where a man meet with a woman and they, they get together and whatnot, that's what those sometimes those might be some genuine connections for that time, and that time might have been needed to produce that child. There are different situations, circumstances. I'm not saying go out and have no one night stands, but what I'm saying is sometimes you had good people that were made from things from from unions like that, temporary unions that were good for the temp for the moment, temporary, you know, and it was only meant to come together for that. But you want to always have uh, extended mental energy when it comes to who you mate with because that carries that mental signal. Because like I said, if you don't have that extended mental signal in your life, like I said, then you'll wonder why your children make bad judgment. They always make wrong decisions about things, right? You ever see these people, right? They'll come and they'll be, and these people, like, you'll be like, damn, 
you know, they got all these chances in the world or whatever the case may be, or you see them people no matter, like, things could be crystal clear to you, but you look at other people and you, you see it could be close friends, family member, whatever, and they always just seem to make the most, the worst decisions on who to be with, what type of job to go after, what career to chase, how to wear their hair, how to wear their clothes. They just make the wrong decisions all around. They just make bad decisions. They're always in the wrong place at the wrong time. You, you ever see these people? They, they say these people are born unlucky. It has nothing to do with that. And you ever heard this terminology, they, that ele- they elevate don't go up to all the floors? You ever heard that terminology when they say about somebody who's, who's stupid or slow or whatever, they elevate don't go up to all the floors? That's that mental signal that doesn't make connection with their brain. That's when you're calling people hard-headed because nothing can penetrate that head. It seems like nothing can penetrate that, right? Nothing can penetrate their cranium. Nothing can penetrate their neurotransmitters, their brain. No reception can penetrate it. It can't go through. It can't go through. Or if it does go through, it goes through as a submental message, a low-level message. You see, that's what it goes through as. It doesn't register as anything high. Sometimes, like I said, don't make no connection whatsoever. And then you got people doing what? Just going off of animal instinct, going off of, you know, what they see and everybody else do. They're going off of the lowest, the lowest and base thing that they can go off of. And they, want to, they seriously want to not get involved and do the wrong things. They don't want to get caught up in stuff. But they get caught up in these things because, like I said, they don't have that mental signal to raise them to a higher level of thinking, to connect with their brain, the neurotransmitters in their brain, to make them see a better picture. Like this guy going to say, and I didn't like this. I, I had to, I got to use this as another example, Tariq Nasheed. You tell young people, like, you know, uh, if you got to sell drugs or whatever the case may be, you want to tell, tell people to go sell drugs, but be smart about it and have an exit plan on an escape plan when you sell drugs. There's no, exa- there's no exit plan and no escape plan. There's no exit plan. There's no escape plan. You see, to put something like that in the minds of people, young people, you see, you are basically, you know, taking their, whatever intelligence they have, you're basically throwing it out of the window because there's always a better way other than putting yourself in harm's way to commit crimes. There's always a better way. You see, there's no exit plan. You see, when you tell people things like that, you don't know you being influential. You're going to try and get, try to call yourself producing smarter drug dealers or smarter criminals. There's no such thing as smarter drug dealers and criminals. You're going to get caught. But see, the, the natural fear that they're supposed to have and the picture they're supposed to see it at gets clouded because you got people like this telling you, you know, oh, well, if you if you starve and you got to do what you got to do, you should never, that should never be the answer. Your mind should be able to produce a better picture of something you can do beyond that and make even more money. Your mind should be able to work like that. You see, your mind should be able to deliver a higher signal to you to think above and beyond that because you are seeing so many people fall in a ditch. You don't see so many people go to jail, get murdered, get set up, all this stuff. So why would you t- why do you think there's going to be another outcome? That's ne- it's never meant to be another outcome. Let me take a quick call. Nine one nine. You can mute me, Ms. Lord. That was by mistake. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. 
there's always a brighter picture. There's always something more that you can do. You don't have to do that. You see, that's taking the submental way out. A lot of times when these guys join gangs or sell drugs or run in with the wrong crowd, they know what they're doing. You know, they, they, they know what they're doing is wrong. They know that something wrong with it. They know that they're putting themselves in danger, but they can't physically connect their body to not doing that. They'll tell you, they'll tell you, well, you know, we know it's wrong, but what else are we going to do? In other words, I know that it's wrong. Physically, I don't know what to do. I don't have a bigger picture of something else I could be doing beyond, besides that, besides selling drugs, besides gangbanging. I don't have a bigger picture. But the bigger picture, the fact that you know it's wrong, means that after that knowing that it's wrong, there is a bigger picture to proceed that you just got to connect to it. You just got to connect to it, organically connect to it. Don't, or, don't connect to it because you're trying to chase money. The biggest mistake you could do is try to connect to something on a higher level and put money at the foundation of it. No. No. Because if you truly are meant to do something, the reward on what you're meant to do in life is going to come later, not right now. You see, this is what entices people to sell drugs and commit crime because they're looking for fast money. But mentally, they know what they're doing is wrong. They just can't physically get their body to stop doing what they're doing. Like I heard a guy say one time, he go, you know, uh, uh, somebody asked him, why you gangbang and why you kill? I don't know. I just can't stop. That was that was the guy's answer. It was a documentary. I said, I don't know. I just can't stop. He was serious. He said, he knows he's wrong. I just can't stop. You see? And they really are like that. The term, the phrase, out of your mind is real. The phrase, out of your mind is real. What did I say before? Did I not say that the beast tries to keep you out of your mind, out of your logical sensory? He tries to keep you divorced and disconnected from your mental sensory of logical and rational thinking, and thus you can't make that or you can't connect that mental signal to your brain, to your neurotransmitters. Didn't I tell y'all that? That's real. That's real. They try to keep you out of your mind. How do they do that? They start early by get by presenting fantasies to you. Talking talking cartoons with talking dogs and talking cats and all that. That's really meant to just psychologically, you know, disconnect you. See, that's what psychological really is. Psychological means to work against your logical and rational sensory, or work against your mental connection with your brain, to disconnect that. That's psychological. As in the word of psyching you out, I'm going to psych you out. I mean, I'm going to trick you. Matrix, right? Give you false things and things to look at to deceive you, to get you focused on something that's not real. You see? And once you do that, your mental sensory, your mental signal is disconnected from your brain. And now logic and rationale are no longer the foundation of your thinking. The foundation of your thinking is now fantasy, a bunch of BS and nonsense and foolishness and stupidity. You're actually looking at, you're actually looking at movies and thinking that that stuff on the movies is real. Because if you see a lot of these young guys out here, the way they the way they so callously grab guns and shoot people, they they really they you know if you look at them, they really mimicking 
a lot of these video games, they don't really know what they're doing. They don't know that they're taking somebody's life. I mean, they'll say, yeah, cute that nigga, but it don't really register as you just killed somebody. Because in their mind, they're playing video games, like a Call of Duty and stuff like that. That's really what they do. You know, you, well, I'll prove it to you. Watch, I, I was watching um, a documentary about these young kids in Chicago, and they showed them, do, they showed on a um, video camera them shooting up somebody. The way they ran out the car and did it, it looked like, like, like a video game, like it was mimicking a video game. Or what's the thing where they do the paintball thing when they run around shooting each other? When they call it tactical stuff. See, they do stuff like that. The beast introduces stuff like that into society to turn people into killers, right? To desensitize you from killing somebody. Because killing somebody is a serious thing. That's not nothing easy to do. They want to desensitize people into for you know into killing people. That's why they make video games where you know you shooting people in the head and all this other stuff. And a lot of times these people, they're watching these things and they're becoming mentally disconnected from it. Now, killing someone, murdering somebody is just like a game. It's just like a game. You see, you have no regard for what you just did or who you did that to. You don't care about their family. You don't care about what they want to leave behind. You don't care about that. And a lot of you so-called black people are like that because that's the way of the so-called beast. That's the way of the beast, the so-called white man. He don't care about nobody. But himself, he don't care about killing nobody. A lot of them don't care about that. You see? And this is why they make these uh, uh, types of movies, these violent movies. and Because for the longest time, the so-called white man, he would not show you men and women being sexual on television. He would not show you that. But he'll show you somebody getting killed on TV. He won't show men and women making love, being sexual, being intimate. But he'll show you somebody getting killed on TV. What does that tell you? What is that that he's trying to convey? You see, he's trying to desensitize you to murder and thus destabilize you mentally, disconnect you mentally from logical and rational thinking when it comes to harming people, when it comes to being a civilized man or woman. You see, they're trying to mentally disconnect you because that should only be done. You should only try to kill somebody if you necessarily got to. You see, if that if there's absolutely no way you're trying to protect yourself, but logically your mind would know that. What did the beast do? Because even in accepting that you're going to have to kill somebody to get through and got, got to go where you got to go, somebody trying to hold you hostage or whatnot, they knew that. I'm going to give you a good example. It's, on, it's slavery, right? They know that don't, they holding people hostage, making them work, calling them property. you holding people hostage, Right? at gunpoint, threatening their lives and things like that. So in order to make them think that they're not hostages, you tell them that they're property. You you follow what I'm saying? You change the perception. You take, because they didn't know what hostage was, but they know they were being held against their will. They might not have knew what the word hostage was, but that's what they were. The slaves were hostages, right? They were forced hostages that had to work Right, they had to work and they had to be totally with property because minutes you start thinking of yourself as hostages, you start thinking that someone's holding you up from freedom and you want to get free. A hostage wants to get free, and once you start thinking that you're a hostage, like they suppose they thought, and they're being held against their will, then they would. You, what are you going to do? You're going to start 
thinking of ways to get rid of the people that's holding you against your will. You follow what I'm saying? In other words, your mind is going to start aligning itself with the neurotransmitters in your brain, and thus you start thinking of ways to get rid of these people. You see, but they never let it go to that. They just put it in your mind that you property, and this is how it is, and you know, you were born to belong to me, and this is what you're supposed to do, and you're supposed to do that. They had to get you to think that way because, again, these people were being held hostage. They were being held against their will. So they had to brainstain them into thinking, no, this is just the way it is. There's nothing wrong with this. There's nothing wrong with me raping your, uh, uh, forcing myself on, the, on your daughter or raping your son. That's they my property. I could do whatever I want to. You see, this is the sickness of these people. They want you to be just as sick as they are. See, and they ended up making the slaves mentally ill like them. They, the, the, the slaves became mentally ill like the so-called white man who owned them, like the beast. They became mentally ill because you got to be mentally ill not to want to kill people they holding you hostage. You got to be mentally ill. You're supposed to want to do that. That's, that's a natural response. If somebody's trying to hold you hostage, the first thing you do, if you see them slipping, they sleep or whatnot, you're supposed to go in there and kill them. You're supposed to go in there and cut their throats, kill them whenever you get poisoned these people because that's what they would have did to us. It would have been an opposite. They would have did it to us, but that's a logical thing to do. That's logical. You're supposed to do that. You see? But they had to do the psychological thing like the white man always do to everybody. He, his, his, strong, his, strongest, his strongest power is the mental power. He knows how to psychologically get you to disconnect your mind your mental signal from your brain, your neurotransmitters. Because you could be thinking in your mind, well, I sure like to kill this motherfucker. But you don't do it because you're, you're afraid. You see? You thinking that because you're afraid. I sure like to kill these. Like, I'm pretty sure some of the slaves, I sure like to kill master such and such. But if I do that, you know, where I'm going to go? You know, how I'm going to live? You see, they put things like that in they, they they was putting things like that in the slaves. There ain't nothing else past this. You, this is your life. This is what you're supposed to do. And they was like, okay. So it just that natural thought, that natural inclination to survive and not be held against your will. You see, because that's what you do. So again, when you think as an individual. When you don't allow that mental signal to go through and that mental signal is connected to the head of stupid people, dumb people, like a lot of the people, like the, like the so-called white men kept y'all simple-minded and ignorant because by calling our people black people, by calling our people Africans and Negroes and all this other stuff, just giving us names that we knew didn't have nothing to do with us, that was a way of making our people dumb. It was a way of making our people stupid. Because when you make people stupid, they don't readily have a connection to the sensory that's supposed to be. In other words, if I tell you you're something totally different than what you really are, I'm disconnecting you mentally. I am disconnecting you. I'm disconnecting your signal, your mental signal from your brain and from your neurotransmitter. So now you're confused. You see, now I can tell you you're black, but your skin is not actually black. Now you can get a whole because they don't kept telling our people that they black, they black, they black, till eventually they believe their skin is black. 
They believe they black. If you say you ain't black, these Negroes will look at you like you're crazy. And be like, my skin is not black. And they like, oh, I never thought about that before. But I'm still black, though. That's a sign of a person's mental a mental uh, a signal that's disconnected because they don't have the ability to think and figure. Why do you think so many black people, they can't think on their own? They need the so-called white man. They need his validation to see what his answer is. And whatever his answer is, that's the answer. Because you were raised in school and you were raised up under him to see him as the authority. And thus, you were raised to think that his thoughts matter and yours didn't. That's the message they try to convey to you. So, therefore, that puts you out of your mind. That puts you out of the mental signal that you carry. That took out. That took your mental signal away from your brain. You see, you no longer trusted your own mental process. You no longer trusted your own mind. You trusted the so-called white man's mind. You know, through his curriculum and you know educational system, you trusted his way of thinking over your own. You trusted his philosophical ideas, his philosophies over your own logical thinking. He disconnected you. He disconnected you from the neurotransmitters of your brain. He disconnected your mental signal. You see? And he continues to do that because he knows that once we are in our right state of mind, once the once the um mental signals, once the mental signals is linking up with the neurotransmitters in the brain, then that's power. That's clarity. That's telepathy, clairvoyance, intuition. See, once your mental signal comes into alignment, because your mental signals are on a higher level, they're in the upper dimensions. They are in alignment with your ascendants, your children. So the whole thing is to bring your mind, or should I say bring your brain, the neurotransmitters of your brain, in alignment with your higher mind signal that is trying to bring you into alignment to a higher state of thinking. That's the whole point. This society works against that, especially when it comes to our people. This society works against that. They don't want us to be in their highest state of mind. They don't want us to align with the neurotransmitters in our brain. In other words, because I don't want to be uh, vague. I'm trying to be as vivid as possible. I hope I'm being as vivid as Thank your highest thought and let it be a part of your brain. Let it go into your brain and let your physical body manifest that thought. Let your physical body manifest that thought. I don't care what it is. Thank your highest thought and the achieving of something that is worthwhile, that is in alignment to something that you need to accomplish, and then let your brain digest that and let your physical body live that out. Let your physical body follow that. I'm doing that right now because I'll tell you, a lot of the stuff you see me doing that right now, like unlimited epics and stuff like that, these are ideas I had years ago. These are ideas I had over five, six, seven years ago that I, it wasn't time for me to manifest it because I could see it mentally. I could see it laid out, but physically I couldn't make myself do it. It took time for my body the neurotransmission to catch up with the mental signals that was being sent to me because I had to obviously go through some things, see some things, and, you know, for that message, for that signal to go through, go through my brain to get my physical body to start doing what my mind 
transmitted, the signal transmitted for me to do. The mental signal comes first. And sometimes it has to sit in the brain. It has to sit in your neurotransmitters. It has to sit there and it has to marinate. Sometimes it might marinate for years. Months might happen right away. Download those mental, those thoughts from the mental signal right away. And next thing you know, you just start doing it. You see, depends on everybody's kind of different. But you see the bigger picture. You can pull in the bigger picture. But it may take long. It may take some time. I don't say long, but it may take some time to physically upload it into your neurotransmitters, into your brain. Let your brain soak it in. Let it become part of your physical makeup. Let it become part of your future output life. Now I'm doing more than what I thought. Because now I see, I, I, I really see why when I had the idea to start a, you know, epic book company, I like to say epic book, not comic book. When I had the mind to start that, you know, obviously if I would have started it back then, a lot of things wouldn't be as they are now how I want them to be. You see, so everything happens for a reason. Everything happens for a reason. I'm glad it took that time have that come together like that because I got better characters that I'm doing. You see, you get better over time. The thought sometimes has to sit in the neurotransmitters of your mind because your children are sending you future and evolved ideas. It might start off on a lower level than as you're constantly letting it be processed in your head. You never let it go out of your mind. You never let it go out of your brain. Excuse me. You never let the thought that came through on the signal of your mind go out of your brain. You let your brain digest it and constantly kept it in your brain constantly processing it, then the thoughts become better. They become more extended. You get more clarity to it. You go, okay, then you start to realize, okay, this is why I didn't manifest it back then. I had to let it sit. I had to let it grow. I had to let it develop like anything, you see. And once you let it sit, you let it grow, you let it develop, and then you start to physically start to, you know, put it into practice what you want to do. That's when it starts to grow on the level you never thought it would grow on. You see, because you didn't go off halfway and do it. And that's a lot of times why people fail at things in life because they might have that thought to do something. They might have that thought to do something higher, but they, and they just, you know, they just jump and do it. They just jump up and do it. It goes into the neurotransmitters and they don't give it time to process through. So they jump up and start doing stuff and then they fail. And they're like, damn, I swear I want to do that and it ain't come out right. But you didn't process it all the way. You didn't think it all the way through. That's why it failed. You started you started doing you was half baked at what you was doing. Because when that mental signal came in, you didn't allow it to process through your neurotransmitters of your brain. You didn't allow it to sit in your brain, let it grow in your brain. Because the thought is like a seed that's planted in the ground. The ground being your brain. The thought literally is like a seed that is planted in your brain, in your neurotransmitters. And from there, it's supposed to grow into a picture, you see, into an extended picture. Now you say, you know, that, that you know, somebody might say something, and you'd be like, yeah, I remember you said that to me years ago. That's always been in the back of my mind. Now you'd be like, now I understand why you said that to me, because you never forgot about it. You let it sit in your mind and marinate. Even if you had other things on your mind, 
that still was somewhere in the back of your mind, as you say, in the back of your brain, I should say, not your mind, but in the back of your brain, it was still marinating in those neurotransmitters because once you receive it, that's all the mind is going to be utilized for. The mind is not going to be utilized to process nothing. The brain will be because the signal in which or the mental signal in which the thought is carried on, the thought is already processed. The thought is already processed. So it already comes to your mind process, your, I'm seeing to your brain process. It already comes to your brain process. So your brain has to break it down. It has to spread it out. It has to go throughout all the neurotransmitters to produce a picture, to produce an image, to produce better visual so that you can see that, as we say. I can see that. I can see that. I can see that happening. I can see, I can picture that because you let your brain process it. And anything your brain can't really process, that means that ain't something you're supposed to be dealing with. You see, anything your brain can't process, you see, you're not supposed to, that's not for you then. You see, that's why I said, you know, things I tried earlier on in my life where I was trying to be an EMT and all this other stuff. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to do this, this, that, and the third, and blah, blah, blah. I remember I said this, but, and I was going to the classes, but I couldn't mentally process it. I couldn't, you know, I couldn't process it through my brain. Mentally, I was like, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and do it. I'm going to just go ahead and do it, get this out of the way. But I couldn't process it through my brain. I couldn't process that visual. I couldn't visualize it in my brain, so I knew it was so, I was supposed to be doing something else, not that. And so, of course, I quit that. You see, and you will do that when you know it's something else for you to do, when, you're, when your mind sends you a signal. Because every, every signal that your mind sends you, Sometimes it's not even, like I said, sometimes it's not even meant for you to process it or it's not, you know, you might be picking up somebody else's signal and you're not able to process that because it's the fact that you're, that you're not able to process that thought that comes through on your mental signal is a sign that it's really not your thought. Nine times out of ten, you might have picked up somebody else's thought and you're trying to process somebody else's thought. You got to be able to process your own thought. It has to come to you organically. It can't come, oh, because you hanging around this person and, oh, I want to do that because you're doing that. Nah. Nah. You got to organically see yourself doing that and becoming that, and thus you will do that. You will become that. Simple as that. You see? This is a lesson. A lesson in how you're thinking. We'll be right back. <laughs>
in mind when your mind your real mind is ultra stood as just what it is a transmitter a signal toward something higher which is supposed to be you again that's what your mind is now your mind is a signal it is a transmitter that is sent out from the highest dimensions of who you are now if there's no higher dimensions of you if there's just lower and lesser dimensions of you, <coughs> there's no higher dimensions of you, then expect. Expect for your thoughts to be submental. Expect for your thoughts to be low. See, again, when you are able to access that mental signal on a higher level in the upper dimensional state, 
you are really shocked when you don't when you don't have other people around you who think that same way because this this is like natural for you to think that way based on what went into making you what went into comprising who you are meaning your genetic material your mental material that went into making you because there is mental there is mental material you see it's magnetic when you have a higher thought you have higher thoughts of something it goes into your mind and like I said, it connects you to something higher, which is your higher ascension and you, which you're supposed to be a part of, coming forward on. Again, that is pass forward. You pay, I say forward, you pass it forward. That mental signal is passed forward. And when that mental signal is passed forward, when that mental signal is connected to you, it makes a recharge or a regeneration. Like I said, you ever know how you say, Damn, I just got these, you know, when you hear something, you see, when your mental signal is making its way to your brain, like, for example, when y'all first heard mentelect, when you first listened to mentelect, your mind was carrying that signal back to your brain. You were trying to process the things that were being said from this transmission. Your mind was capturing it. Your sensory was picking it up. You was hearing it, and it was collecting, and it was carrying as a thought. My thought went out to you all and your thoughts, and it connected you to one extended thought that was brought forward into your brain, right, brought into your brain, and it started to connect with things in your brain and neurotransmitters, and it started to start the alteration of things in your life. It started to alter things in you. It started to extend things in you. It started to raise things in you, raise you into a higher state of being. That was the point, the whole point of it. That's why I said certain people, when I said mental health is not for black people, I said mental health is not for black people because black people don't have those neuro, those um, high, that, that high mental signal. I mean, I'm going to say it just like that. Black people don't have that high mental signal. They don't have a high mental signal to... um receive from. They don't have a high me- mental signal. Everything that pulls, they pull from the submental. They pull from the, the beast. They pull from everybody else. They don't have a high mental signal, so they would never understand something like mental life. They would never understand why we coming together as a community. They would never understand that because the signal that's connected to them, right, or disconnected from them is low level. Or if it is connected to them, it's a submental signal. You see? Or they're sharing they're sharing pretty much the same submental signal you know that's why you got niggas in the hood everybody trying to do the same thing everybody trying to dress the same act the same everybody all into the same degeneracy because they sharing the same submental signal and not one of them are using any higher mental capability because a lot of them don't have it and the ones that do those usually are the ones who the low the low frequency ones the low signaling beings the low the submental signal signalers they tend to look at them like they outcasts. You ever see these people like they treat like they know you ain't from the hood they know you ain't really like them mentally they can know they can sense that about you, and they be like trying to treat you like an outcast and you trying to be down the more and more you trying to be down they like get out of here you ain't down you ain't you they ain't they know instinctively they know from that submental. Uh, um, that submental energy that they bounce off of each other, they know who belongs within that submental circle and who doesn't. I used to get that all the time. 
Like, you know, I'd be out there hustling and doing what I did, you know, with my with my friends and whatnot. And they was like, you don't belong out here. They was like, you out here doing this or not? I mean, I still did what I did, but they used to tell me, tell me all the time, I don't belong out here. I was like, I didn't know what they was talking about. Now I see why. You see, they see it before. Sometimes they'll see it before you see it. And they'll describe that mental signal as I've heard it described to me as a as an aura or a light or some sort of uh, uh, illumination around you. That's how they describe the mental signal. That when they describe, because I had a friend of mine describe that, he said, Yo, you always had this kind of aura around you wherever you walked around because me and him sell drugs there. He said, you always had this this light, like this aura around you. He said, I'm not kidding. He said, you always, I've always seen it all. Whenever you walked around, people could see it. And I was like, I didn't know what he was talking about. And um, what he was describing to me was that mental signal, that upper mental signal that was making this connection with me that was part of my ascendance. That's my, that was my daughter, my children, my grandchildren sending me a signal Telling them, telling me to get my ass off the streets, stop selling drugs, stop, you know, don't be a part of that. Or there's something more for you. So whenever you you hear that, oh, it's something more, you shouldn't be doing this, and you know, you get that signal. That's your ascendance in that signal. They need you to not be doing that because if you get caught up in doing that, you get, you know, something happening to you, then you destroy that whole line. You destroy that whole bloodline. You see, you can destroy that whole bloodline by getting with the wrong people. You can destroy that whole bloodline or strengthen that bloodline by getting with the right ones. Strengthen your communication, strengthen your connection, strengthen your mental signal by aligning yourself with the right people. You see, things become clearer. Like I said, a lot of y'all, a lot of people came in here. They didn't have no real direction in their life. They didn't know what they were doing in their life. Next thing they came in here, they met people, they got with people, some of them had children with people, and now your life is on a, on a whole other path, on a whole other direction that you probably wouldn't have seen four years ago, three years ago, two years ago. You probably wouldn't have seen it. But that's what happens when you align yourself mentally with the right people that you're supposed to be with. You see, and you see what happens to people who align themselves with the wrong people. But then, if that is allowed to happen, unfortunately, then that, I guess that means they align themselves with the right people. Because when you, it doesn't matter whether it's upper mental or submental, whatever the signal is, whatever the signal is that draws you in and you allow yourself to be drawn in by it, then that's the signal that's meant for you to take. That's the signal that you're meant to follow. You see, no matter how stupid it is, no matter what the type of individual is tied to, it don't matter. You see, and when you got people like that, like I said, you'd be like, damn, they come from a good family. They come from this, that, and the third. And they out here doing this, that, and the third. And you like, damn, they hard-headed. They don't listen and whatever the case may be. And these people end up dying in the streets, something happening to them, because that was their lot in life. You see, that was their lot in life. That's what was supposed to happen. For whatever reason. For whatever reason. You see. Now, but the re- but I'm gonna say the biggest reason it happens is because nine times out of ten you got with somebody who was carrying a submental frequency. That's why I tell you, bronze men who are trying to raise strong children and whatnot, don't get with no black female. Don't get with her. Are you bronze women who want to raise strong children? Don't get with no black male or have Because what's going to end up happening is that submental frequency might make its way through them. That submental frequency of that per- person you laid down with who couldn't see the bigger picture might make its way toward them, make, make it into the, where they're supposed to be. It might cross up their signals. It might lower their frequency. And the next thing you know, they all messed up. 
they all messed up. You're like, you can't figure out why. You're like, well, damn, I raised them good and this, that, and the third. It don't matter which how good you raised them. It's what you genetically put in them to allow this person to share genetic material with you. It's what you put in them. You see, you might have unknowingly put the wrong genetic material in them when you laid down with this person and made these children. You might have unwillingly, you know, unknowingly put the wrong genetic material in. You see, and you have to understand that. You have to understand that you've laid down with the wrong people. You've made the wrong decisions. You see, you got to figure that out. You got to think about that. You see. So think about that. That's important because nothing happens by chance. Nothing happens by chance. Okay? And because nothing happens by chance and because nothing is just, you know, going to happen out of the ordinary, everything happens as it's supposed to happen, even when we don't understand it, right? But now we do. We learn to understand. We learn to comprehend. You see, we learn to comprehend these things. We learn to understand these things over time if we have high mental sensory to comprehend them. You see, if we have foresight, foresight is only the mental sensory or the signal from the upper dimensions in which you exist, where you live, your ascendance, your for my, your your family lives, your bloodline lives, that's them constantly sending signals to you. That's them sending signals to you to give you foresight, to give you the future vision to keep going. To give you the foresight, to give you the future vision to keep going, to know that you're on the right path, they will send you signals. They will send you signals. That's why I said your children really are responsible for you getting together. Your children are responsible for you getting together because they sent signals to you to come together, whether it be them, their children, whatever it took for you, those two lines to merge together. That's what's supposed to happen. They control that. And the ones with the, with those, with those, uh, you know, in the low, in the less in the two dimensional realm, like I said, they don't work off those type of mental signals. They work off a of base, you know, sexual attraction, that base low-level sexual attraction. That's how their children come into the world. That's why those children have no foresight. They're already born out of alignment because when you are not making children with the highest state of thought, when you're not making children and projecting children here with the highest state of thought and the purpose on doing that, then you can expect for those children to fail, to be nothing. To be nothing because you put nothing into them. If you don't put anything into the children from this outset, from laying down and making them to you know getting up and raising, if you don't put no thought into any of those children, you know from the outset, then what do you think they're going to turn into? You put some, you put nothing into something. You put nothing, you put nothing out. Which what's going to happen? You won't get nothing back. When you put nothing out, you're going to get nothing back. Simple as that. Same thing with that thought. When no higher thought went out, you're going to produce a bunch of what? Hard-headed children, stupid children, unruly children, lawless children. That's what you're going to get back. 
because you didn't follow the golden rule or should I say the golden law when it comes to projecting and when it comes to making them. And that is do not lay down with and make children with someone who you yourself would not regard as a good parent, a good father, a good mother. Do not do that because you're damning your children to that because you have disconnected your mental signal from your brain, your neurotransmitters to produce that picture. A lot of you don't produce that picture. That's why if you ask somebody, well, where do you see yourself in four or five years from now, and they don't have no answer, that's because they're disconnected. There's no bigger picture for them. It's, they're going to land wherever they land in life. They're going to end up where they end up in life. That's how it's going to be because they can't produce a bigger mental picture. They can't produce the bigger picture. Again, your mind, your mental signal, has to be in alignment with your neurotransmitters in your brain in order for you to see a bigger picture. And those mental signals have to be coming from a higher state. It can't come from a submental place. They have to come from the highest space, the highest state, which is the fourth dimension, which is the eighth dimension, which is the twelfth dimension. Again, this comes down in vibrations. It trickles down. You see, we're getting the trickle-down thoughts in this third-dimensional realm. We're getting the trickle-down thoughts. But see, we're about to up the vibration. We're about to complete the line by moving toward the fourth dimension. Because everything we see here, I told you, is a trickle-down. It's a mental trickle-down of something higher. The beast wants you to stay on a lower level so that you don't get that which is trickling down from a higher level. They don't want you to get it from the fourth dimension. They want you to go through them and thus keep yourself in the second dimension. Y'all follow? Because once we get that real, raw and uncut, unprocessed thought, extended thought, it's going to extend our minds into the places in our bodies. I should extend our bodies and our brains once it hits the neurotransmitters. It's going to extend us into what we're supposed to be. We're going to mentally and physically be in alignment. And thus the soulful connection can take place because once your mind and body is in alignment, meaning your mind, the mental signal coming into alignment with your brain, which is physical, physical neurotransmitters, then that harnesses or brings about even more power in your soul because, you know, it's like anything. When the, when you put the right things together, it could be a machine, it could be anything. When you put the right things together and they go in alignment with what they're supposed to do, the machine starts to run. A lot of our soul energy is not in you know, in the power it's supposed to be. I mean, our energy is not where it's supposed to be because our mind and our brain is not in sync. We start off with that fire in our mind, what we want to do. We start visualizing, I want to do this, I want to do that, I want to do it. But you can't get your body to get behind it. You can't find the energy to do this because contact was not made. Because contact was not made. There has to be contact, mental to neurological contact, right, neurological. Notice your neurotransmitters, they refer to it as your neurological system. Your brain is referred to it as a neurological system, meaning your brain is supposed to work in a form of logical process. It's supposed to process thoughts. That's what the logic is. That's what the rationale is. That's the processing of extended thoughts. 
processing it in a lot in a in a orderly and linear fashion. That's what that is. I'm right back.
in understanding the mindset and the ability for the mindset to continuously climb to this higher state. That should be ultimate focus. I'm going to show you something the beast does. You see, he knows that to have people together collectively, socializing, this is the best way for him to separate people's minds from their brains. Socialization is the best way to take people's minds away from their brains, to disconnect their minds from their brains. Socialization with the wrong people. See, this is why the beast tries to mix people together, you know, force them to socialize in certain settings and whatnot. Like he'll create like things like clubs and bars and things like that. And there's a certain level of thinking that's going around in that club and bar. How many of y'all have been to clubs and bars and things like that? And you felt the energy in the club or the bar, and you like want to get the hell up out of there because it's a energy that's rotating around in this place. There's a certain energy that's rotating around this place, and you not connecting with that energy. You're like, I want to get the hell up out of here. You see, you're like, I want to get the hell up out of here. Why am I even here? You go to these little clubs, bars, you might be in the church, wherever you're going. And you're like, I don't want to be here. I don't know what's going on. I don't want to be here. You don't want to be there because, like I said, your mind is seeking something higher, and thus you don't belong in that surrounding, in that setting. Your mind is seeking something beyond trivial things. When your mind starts to seek seek beyond trivial things, you start to question, why am I here? Why am I following this, that, and the third, right? You start to question that. You start to say, why am I, what, what, what is this, what is the meaning of this? When you start to question this, you start questioning why you're around the people you're around because that mental signal is trying to channel you towards something higher. Your ascendants are trying to channel you towards something higher. That signal is basically letting you know that you're better than all the nonsense that you're trying to disconnect yourself from. The thought to disconnect yourself from that is that power, is that higher power. That is the higher power. The thought to disconnect yourself from the lesser and the submental ways, that is your higher power. You see? That's your higher power. And when you don't answer your higher power, when you disobey your higher power, things usually, you end up getting caught up in a lot of nonsense and foolishness because you didn't allow that higher thought. You didn't allow that higher thought, that higher extended power of thought to make way to your brain, to your neurotransmitter. You didn't allow it. You kept it out. Sometimes you keep it out purposely because you say to yourself, well, I don't want to be judgmental against my friends and my family. That's why I'm not going, I'm just going to ignore the things they do and the things I see or the thoughts I have about them. I'm going to just ignore that. You ever do that? You go, I'm going to just ignore that because, you know, that's my friends. That's my family. You know, I don't like their ways, but that's still my friends. They're still my family, blah, blah, blah. You do that for a reason. You do it because you're trying to push off that higher thought that's making its way to you. You're trying to push it off. You're saying basically you don't want it. And you don't want it because, like I said, it will offend a lot of people. It will offend people. It will offend the people who are vibrating on a submental and lower reception. And you're afraid to offend. 
You are afraid to offend people. You are afraid to mentally disconnect from a lot of people, even though you know that to hang on to them is a submental state of being. It's, this is beneath you. You know, it's beneath you. But that mental signal, right, that mental signal will always try to make its way to you because, like I said, it will always show you something about, you know, what it is that you surround yourself with. That mental signal will always make its way to you on some level, some way, shape, or form. It will make its way to you to show you something. You see, and this is something so you so-called black people don't tend to get into. They tend to go with how they feel over how they think. Because, again, like I said, black people can't think. Black people have been barred from thinking. See, that's one of the conditions of being a black person here in America, former slaves and whatnot. You've been barred from thinking. You've been barred from allowing your higher mental signal to make connection with your neurotransmitters, which is your brain. You've been barred from that. The white man, he'll tell you, don't, he'll tell you on the plantation, you don't, have, you don't know how to think, boy, girl. You, I do all the thinking. You see, that that was his mindset. You don't know how to think. He'll do all the thinking, you see. And he is constantly thinking. He's thinking of ways to keep you in line, keep you under him, keep you down. He's always thinking of ways to do that. You see, that's always on his mind. And you are not thinking above and beyond him. See, they don't want you because the minute you start to think above and beyond the so-called white man and everybody else, then eventually they become obsolete because I tell you, I tell you the highest thinker, the highest thinker and the one who is ready to execute action upon the highest thought is the one who ends up setting the law, setting the order, setting the rules of how things are going to go. That becomes the leadership. The highest thinkers are always the, always the uh, future leaders, you see. And you know we're in a bad state anytime you see these freaks, these perverts, they are running society, so this represents, unfortunately, the highest thinkers, not for, you know, in the 3D world, in the 3D world, under the beast. This represents the highest thinkers, these people who you see in charge of his curriculums and politics, things like that, engineering and things like that. These people are complete idiots. They're told to basically follow the script of something that they put together themselves to understand certain things, but it doesn't denote higher intelligence. It doesn't denote that. It denotes just what it is, left and right brain thinking. You ever heard the white man use that terminology, left and right brain thinking? You see, that's another way that I'm saying using positive and negative, good and bad. That's really another way that I'm saying that. Right brain thinking, left brain thinking. Because and the the inability to access a full on fourth dimensional and upper dimensional picture, because I told you, remember I said before, pictures and images coming from the upper dimensions they have to be split in half. Some of it won't even make its way here because it's too vivid and not vague. It's too clear, and a lot of things that are too clear that comes into this atmosphere, it, you know, it comes off as a natural occurrence and it can alter things too fast and the beast tries to keep that out because images come in very clear. See, even in how he's being portrayed and showing himself now, he didn't mean for that to happen. He didn't mean for that to happen for him to reveal himself and come out like that, but 
the transmission, the mental transmission, the mental projection, the mental signal is coming you so clear that a lot of people are picking up that mental signal. Signal. They're allowing the mental signal from our ascendant to move in or come into our brains and take up space in our brains, and thus we start to change our actions. We start to look at these humans different. We start to see things on a higher level. That's what this transmission is for. See? And like I said, when you have your mind tied to the head of stupid people, of a stupid person who is hard-headed, who has chosen to lock out the higher mental signal and feed off of the sub-mental signal that everybody else is feeding off that the beast puts out, that is a hell within itself. That's a hell within itself because, like I said, there's plenty of women, there are plenty of men. You probably seem like, damn, they're they good-natured people. They got good intentions. They try, but they just can't stop hanging around ain't shit people. They can't stop hanging around ain't shit people. They can't stop doing nonsense and foolishness or being a part of that because, like I said, that mental sensory has not connected with the brain. Usually those people end up having to get in trouble. They have to get locked up in jail or they're going to be sitting somewhere contemplating. That's usually when that mind drops. The mind starts to drop more into alignment with the brain. When they get in the sit in solitary confinement, sit in a prison cell, sit someplace where it's quiet and they can't leave and they got no other choice but to think. That's real. When they got no other choice but to think. They have to sit in that small room, sit in that box, sit in wherever they got to be being told to sit in in order for them to think about it. Like, for example, when your mother and them, you know, you did something wrong and your, your mother or father whooped your ass and they send you in your room to think about what you did and think about that ass whooping. You start being regretful. You start like, damn, I shouldn't have did that. You start doing all that. Because whenever, whatever you did, you had to be out your damn mind to do that and, you know, knowing your parents going to whoop your ass, right? So... They after either before or after that ass whooping, you got to go in the room and think about that. That's your time. That's where the white man get time out at. You see, because I, I we get time out after ass whippings. Uh, when I was coming up, the white man just gave you a time out without the ass whipping. You see, so it ain't really nothing to think about. It ain't nothing to think about. You see, he's sending you in the room to think about nothing. Mm-hmm. So. Keep that in mind. Like I said, we need all this being said. We need the mental signal to make an impression in the neurotransmission of our brains. We need the mental signal to make an impression, an imprint, an impression in the neurotransmitters of our brain, and thus process the thoughts, and thus get us in alignment or in action, in action toward said goal, whatever. Picture image the mind is delivering to us to manifest, to produce. This is how you make sure that your mind is not tied to the head of a stupid individual or just following the crowd of submental people, low-level people, low-life people who are going to get themselves killed, going to get themselves in trouble. Like I said, you got plenty of parents who cry for their children. They were such good children. I don't know why they went to the streets and they started doing what they're doing and whatnot, like I said. Obviously, at home, you didn't provide much stimulation for them mentally. That's why I told you don't have your children around other children who are submental or low life, low level. Do not have your children around them. Because one thing submental people know how to do 
low-life, submental people. I don't care if it's your family members, your nieces, your nephews. You don't have your children around them if they're black or if they're white or whoever, whatever they are, their so-called friends. Because one of these people, one of the things these people know how to do, they know how to captivate the imagination of your children. They pull your children in. You see, they capture the imagination of your children. What is the first thing children want to do when they get together? They want to play. They want to watch TV with all kinds of uh, uh, cartoons and stuff on it. They do stuff like that. Why? Because they're trained from an early age to capture the attention of other children. They don't know they're doing it, but they do it by, come on, let's go watch TV. And they got you sitting down in front of the TV watching it, getting, you know, hypnotized, mesmerized, right, psychologically altered. Yeah, follow? Let me read this question before we get out of here. What does it mean when your mind is tied to the head of a stupid individual? That means that when you're when you have a high mental signal or a high mental connection or you're trying to raise it, the worst thing to do is have it tied to someone who is simple-minded, submental, who is amongst everybody else just sharing the same submental ideas with them. You see, drawing from that same low-level pool, that's that same cesspool of submental thoughts. Something that your mind can't wrap around, but you end up just following it anyway. Right. How does this happen? By being around submental people. By being around submental people with submental ideas and actions and thoughts and ways. That's how. By allowing yourself to align yourself with these people. Who is responsible for this? You are. You are. When I say you are, I mean those of you who have the ability to process higher intelligence or have stopped yourself from doing so because you're trying to be down with these people who are calling themselves black or white or whatever. What can prevent this? Constant reflection, inflection, constant reception, constant transmission, constant focus, collectively together. That's what can combat that. Something has to be going on in the space before the space is being utilized as power. You know, Energy has to get to that space. I bought plenty of energy. Mm-hmm. What does this mean for the future evolution of the intelligence? More clarity, more power, more focus, more transmission, more direction, mental signals. So that's it. We're going to close out in the name of Amen by the power of Amen and Amen we trust. And I'm and we think, and I'm and we continue forward forever. I am the intellectual new Dimenkare. This has been Mental Like Radio. I'll see you guys back here tomorrow night at 10. Good night, good night, good night. Junkie walking through the twilight. I'm on my way home. Three days ago, but no one seems to know I'm gone. Home is where the hatred is. Home is filled with pain, and it may not be such a bad idea if the never, never.
never went home Stand as far away from me as you can And ask me why Hang on to your own repeats Close your eyes And watch me die You keep saying kick it with it, Lord, but did you ever try to turn your sick soul inside out, so that the world, so that the world can watch you die? Home is where I live inside. Quit it, 